Um, for, for scripture today, though, um, I do want to read from two, two uh, parts. First, Philippians 1, 27 through 30, and then also Psalm 96, 1 through 4. Uh, from Philippians, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. And this is Paul writing and speaking. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved, even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. And then Psalm 96, verses 1 through 4. Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Publish his glorious de deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things he does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. Last Saturday, just one, one week ago from yesterday, Corey and Maddie stood on the same stage and said, I do. Uh, with those two simple words, they faithfully committed to a covenant of marriage. Blessed by God, blessed by family and friends, and blessed by this community of faith. They said, I do. And today, what we've just seen and heard, the same two words, I do, by individuals committing and recommitting themselves to a covenant of faithful living, made with and blessed by God, blessed by family and friends, blessed by this same community of faith. And so we, as a community of faith, we stood, stood together and we pledged our commitment to them with our words and our prayers around them. And so what I want to do is take just a couple quick minutes to remind us as that community of faith, but also as individuals who have been baptized and made that commitment ourselves within that community, what have we committed ourselves to do with the words, I do, in the same way that these individuals have done that? So the, they responded to these three sets of questions, and I'm going to just bring those three sets of questions to us to remind us, are we saying, I do, on a daily basis to these things? So the first set of questions do you confess faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior from the power and guilt of sin? Renounce Satan and all the evil powers of this world. Declare the Lordship of Christ in your life. Do you accept the grace and victory God has provided by trusting in the forgiveness and renewing power of Jesus established through his death and resurrection? They said, I do. And as we stood, I remind us, we have said, I do, 
to those same questions. And so in answering that, what we are acknowledging and claiming is that I and we are fallen and broken. My nature is not holy. But Jesus is more powerful than Satan, more powerful than this world. And I need that grace and mercy to be saved. Salvation is not of my works. Philippians 1.28, I just read. I am going to be saved, saved by God himself. My salvation is in Christ alone. Not what I do, but the forgiveness of the cross, the almighty power of the empty tomb. I'm claiming that Jesus Christ is number one, number one residence in my life. And as Philippians 1.27 opened up, we're called to live as citizens of heaven. That's where our eyes are to be. Light, living a life pleasing to God. Not pleasing of ourselves, but denying ourselves, taking up our cross and serving Him. And all of those claims are identifying ourselves, myself, as a newly born child of God each and every day. And I'm not going to be perfect, nor will I ever be perfect on our own accord. Forgiveness is there. The power of God is the power, not a power. But the power of God is the power for us to claim to strengthen ourselves and to guide us through temptations and the snares that this world sets up. So the answer of I do to those questions is committing myself to God, following Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. That's what we've committed ourselves to. The second set says, in response to God's redeeming work in your life, do you commit yourself to the body of Christ, his church, affirming the authority of scripture as your foundation for faith and life? Do you commit yourself to the spiritual nature, growth, or I'm sorry, spiritual nurture, growth, and fellowship of Christ with the members of this congregation? And in saying I do, I'm saying I commit myself to the fellowship of discipleship within the church. And that's one of the main discussions in any of the preparations and study for baptism. The early church was described this way. Acts 2, 42 through 47 said, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. The fellowship of believers is the way that that is titled in many Bibles. Both a local and a worldwide commitment, saying, I do committing to being discipled by a loving and caring community, but also being willing to disciple others with love and care. And we're committing to using the Bible as that source of wisdom, that source of holy word, to guide our steps and to guide my steps. As Paul wrote, we're, we're not called to walk this alone 
Philippians 1.30 said, we are in the struggle together. And so the answer of I do is identifying ourselves with others as we faithfully battle evil, Satan, and we walk faithfully with love and caring. And that last set of questions. Do you seek by the guidance and strength of the Holy Spirit to listen to God and follow his calling for your life as a testimony to others? Do you offer your gifts, abilities, and resources to God's mission for the church, supporting and participating in its ministries? Do you commit yourself to God's purpose in order to shine his healing, hope, and love into the world? And and that last set of questions is kind of, I, I would view it as saying or asking, okay, now what? Well, now that I've committed myself to Christ and the fellowship of believers, now what? What do I do? Well, our Wednesday night class that we're, ta- or that we're going through with the engagement project, uh, Dr. Del Tackett um, led, the, led us through the truth project. And now we're in the engagement project. And one of the things that he's commented on, and I love this, is knowing the truth is awesome. But the engagement project is now be fruitful, act, respond, spread the word. And it's not a situation of us being saved by our works. No, our our works, our fruitfulness, that is the result. That's part of our expression of the faith and commitment we have to following our Lord Jesus Christ. So the commitments would be a process of committing to listen and follow his call to ministry in all I say, in all I do, whether it's in these walls or it's in the walls at work or on the road as I drive, witnessing. Committing to offer my gifts and talents to the growth of the kingdom. Committing to being engaged and present in the life of the church in the life of fellow church members. I'm committing to bearing fruit for Christ. So in summary, saying I do to God and to following Jesus, that's a powerful act. It's an act of humility that I cannot do this alone. It's an act of sacrifice. I'm giving up my will for his. This act of rebirth I'm heading in a new direction with my, my walk. In Luke 15, 10, Jesus said that there is rejoicing in heaven each time a sinner repents. And we are all sinners, saved by the love and the blood of Jesus Christ. And we all sin each and every day. And so when we repent each and every day, when we ask for forgiveness, the angels are rejoicing for those steps as well. So I believe there's rejoicing and singing every time a new believer commits to following Jesus Christ. I believe that's a process that is continued day by day for each one of us as well. The angels are rejoicing with us, for us, as we recommit ourselves each and every day, saying, I do. And I want to read Psalm 96 again, because this is what's happening. Sing a new song. 
So Psalm 96, 1 through 4 says, Sing a new song to the Lord. Let the whole earth sing to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Praise his name. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves. Publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things he does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. So once we have our commitment made, now be fruitful. Say I do each and every day.